doctor came in and I, I see what you're saying about um kind of having those five people and just taking the best from all of them and the things that resonate with you and then even putting a bit of your own spin on it um mm. in terms of values and you know based on the experiences that you've had uh, experience etc so I think it's re- yeah that's a really good um really good what you said uh, about kind of just getting those value systems because yeah like I think even my observation obviously just from being in the job that I'm in now kind of having have met you know people business people or different like you start to see like uh what's valued like is it's like about the like developing your mind um and and kind of like your deeds right like what you do um not necessarily just for work but just what's your character like who actually are you like these are the kind of deeper questions that (laughs) you know you start asking um as you had a longer time to kind of be here you know (laughs) It's really interesting, really interesting. And I think even kind of beyond business, like, because <clears throat> you, you start to gain an understanding of kind of business and what it means. But then it's like, even like, what kind of business person do you want to be, right? <laughs> like, there's, because there's so many different types of people in business and different ways to do business. And again it comes down to what you value and yeah it's so interesting so interesting yeah 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 definitely definitely yeah thank you for yeah sharing that with me man I, what what kind of brought it that to your mind like what kind of brought that to mind no you asked me like uh what, you know Bedros Cullion and uh oh yeah <laughs> and what kind of what I think about that and uh you, so I mean I definitely definitely like I said uh you know where he talks about you know, you just switch it on I think it's yeah. so true yeah Hundred percent true. You got to, you got to like literally one day to the next. I mean, I, I, I just know so many people. Maybe not directly, but at least I've interacted with them in some way. Mm. That they're kind of like uh, skirting around the subject, or they're skimming it, or they're thinking about it, or something. But they're not really taking action. Yeah, they're not really taking action. Yeah, they've always got something in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Now, look, I'm not saying it's easy to do stuff. Mm. God, I mean, that's the whole thing about this whole program stuff. It's taken me like, you know, like eons to really bring it all together. Yeah. But, um, you know, I like that. What Grant, I learned from Grant Cardone once about, I think it was probably about probably like two or three years ago now, I attended one of his big challenges things. And uh, and uh, he actually posted something, you know, so re- record a video and uh, tell me what you learned. So I did. And, you know, I got a yeah. like, from, I got a like from him. So I was quite happy with that. <laughs> uh no, that's not that's not the key thing that the um <laughs> the thing was what I, one thing I, two things i learned from him actually two things probably the third if i can remember it but one one of them was that he doesn't even speak to his sales guys until he knows their graph like how well they're doing right oh wow. he won't speak to one of his team sales team members until he knows like performance yeah how's this guy been performing right so unless he knows the graph, what's been going on, he's not even going to, he's not willing to talk to the guy. <laughs> and so he's very metrics driven, driven, right? He's very like numbers driven. It's like, what's been going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting in itself, actually, not only from a business management point of view, but from a psychology point of view. Yeah. The reason why it's interesting is because um, uh, there are many psychologists that will tell you that, you know, um, 
people, you know, people, people really, you know, many people shouldn't even trust themselves. Think about that for a second. Because reality can be quite distorted. And the way you perceive reality can be quite distorted. Mm. Which is a really, really profound thing. You think about that just for one second. Your wow. your view of what you see can be distorted by your self, your perception. Right? What it what that means is that you might see something and you might think one thing, but actually it really means another. Right. And that's because of just like who you are. We, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. So I think the reason why Grant Cardone does that is because he actually knows that. Right. He knows that there's no point him trying to make a judgment on something because he, he probably doesn't want to trust his himself if he's got some numbers to go with. Why would he do that? Yeah. That's true. That's what I think about that, which I think is very shrewd, by the way. He's obviously learned the hard way. Yeah. That's why he does that. The second thing I think, which which um which I really liked in the end of what I and I got it in the end when I sort of went through that challenge, understood it. Mm -hmm. He says, like, people don't cost money. Oh. One of his sayings, people do not cost money. What does that mean? Right? Mm. People do not cost money. What does that mean? Mm. I'll tell you I'll tell you what it I'll tell you exactly what it means. And this is actually what this is what holds so many people back. Probably ninety percent of people are being held back just by this alone, because they think that if they spend money on something, then it's going to cost them money, mm. right? So they oh no, I better hold on to my money. I'm not sure what I'm going to get. Is it going to be good value? Am I going to get the thing or whatever? It's like no, I'll just hold on to it, right? So they they don't take any action then, right? Or sometimes what happens is that they think that's so much and actually they end up making the wrong decision because of it, <laughs> right? Because of what we said earlier, right? About the, the, the you know, what you can really trust. Back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. The perspective, yeah. So it all kind of like goes wrong. Right? <laughs> but actually, I think Grant Cardone is absolutely 100% correct. What you've got to understand on that, that very statement is that if you look at people and resources and sort of like, you know, help and services as being a cost, as being an expense, mm -hmm. as being like money just gone, right? Well, you're never going to get anywhere. Because wow. what you'll end up doing is you'll end up skimming and, and like, you know, trying to pick up information here and there, but it won't all logically fit together. Yeah. It'll be a little bit chaotic. It'll be a little mm -hmm. bit sort of like disconnected. There'll be, and you know, these, these experts out there, I'm not very good at this yet, but I'm trying to get better. Uh, they're very good at breadcrumbing. Oh, serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, one one coach that I was listening to recently, and I think she's one hundred percent correct that you know these like guys who are like seven figures, eight figures, whatever. What they've been, what they what they've been able to be really good at is breadcrumbing. Right. Which is actually not a very good thing, by the way. It's sort of like it's a little bit uh, like in personal relationships that would be quite abusive to breadcrumb oh. people because you're sort oh. of like giving little bits and pieces right you're gonna but in the case of like selling services or something it's where people end up because what they're doing is that what, what that means by breadcrumbing is that they're sort of like giving you a little taster right giving you a tiny taster right 
but they never give you quite enough to be able to put the thing together. Mm. You'll never actually be able to put a slice of bread together. Right. Because all you've got is like breadcrumbs. Right? So it's probably not a bad analogy. That's a good analogy. So you've got all these breadcrumbs out there and stuff like that. And so, and then you 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 get a little bit here and then you get a little bit there, and then you then you try to put them all together, and then it still doesn't make the the piece of slice of bread, right? <laughs> it's like it's never coming together, right? So that's a problem. And so if you have that mindset of like picking up information here and there, and you have the mindset of people cost money and it's expense, it's a cost, yeah. you know, it leads to inaction or it leads to a you know a not good action because you you're your picker is going to be wrong. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be selecting things probably on the wrong basis, right? Mm -hmm. So so what's the answer? You know, mm. um, for sure, one thing I would say on that, because there's yeah. no like silver bullet to, to answer that question of what is the answer. But I think the the first thing to be willing to do is to have the conversation. And many people are even shut down on that basis. Uh, they won't even have the conversation uh, like I, I have a hundred guys coming through my free training thing right now really? one has got in touch to ask a question nothing wow. zero <laughs> right yeah why would they do that yeah. they're clicking they're opening the training they're watching it whatever they're doing but they're just you know they're not engaging mm -hmm. so there's a lot of people in the world who are very passive they're really on the receipt just like armchair almost yeah. right wow because they're a little bit scared. If I reply, oh, God, I'm going to end up spending money, right? But then they don't get anywhere, right? Yeah. And I can't tailor anything towards what they need because I don't really know what they need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They just need numbers coming through a system right now. So I just signed up for a bit of software, actually, for Twitter. Some, <laughs> actually, it's, oh. free, it's free. It's <clears throat> not even cost anything. But the guy um, the guy uh, kind of wrote this uh, you know, email. He said, um, you know, like an introductory email to the whole platform and everything. And so I read through mm -hmm. that. At the end, he says, and hit reply. And, you know, I read everything personally. <laughs> so I did. I replied. And so like I said, hey, by the way, you know, um, one thing that's really confusing is that, you know, this is all about Twitter. But then when you log in, you know, you could actually have like access to five other platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything. So yeah. you can't tell how I'm supposed to use that in your platform. Right. So, right. So the next thing, the next day, I got an email from their customer support saying, hey, this is, a, you know, whoever. Um, you might want to check out all these resources, right? Oh. So, okay, some engagement, not bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that he actually read that email. Though. Yeah, yeah, came back. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like a bit of, bit of bait and switch there, you know? Yeah, 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 breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so you got to watch out, but... Um, yeah uh, anyway not bad for a bit a free bit of software that that should be quite useful um, yeah and you took the initiative right like you actually wrote to him like you actually wrote you know yeah i guess that's what i mean that um even i i look i know this firsthand like probably yeah. like a few years ago i would also just like some people write to me they say hey hit reply and stuff and i would just like not do anything <laughs> yeah now i do i do engage why not yeah and i usually get something better back yeah I'm sure I would never have found those particular videos that the, that the customer support person sent me. Right. I would yeah. never have found them, right? Where would I look? Yeah. So that's the same principle, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the same, that's exactly the same principle. That's really interesting. I think that's a really key principle, really. Mm. Because, yeah, 
it's like what you said you just put you just do something one thing extra than that other people are willing to do uh, yeah you know? and you're just like what you said willing to, oh yeah go ahead go ahead uh, finish yeah go ahead. i'm just gonna say willing to have the conversation right yeah, yeah. And, and be open to it yeah i've now completed 10 companion guides in my program so i, I call them what? yeah 10 i'm gonna make two war actually gonna be a total of 12 yeah because i created this lead magnet which has got 12 uh kind of like i call them cornerstone kind of like steps like a sales presentation is one the content plan is another there's like 12 of these mm-hmm. um and nine of them are in my kind of like nine week free training thing mm-hmm. and then but then i realized like i need a couple more to talk about the actual framework and stuff so it's going to end up as 12 mm-hmm. um but actually, these are quite useful. They're literally like, it's basically a web page with like a bit of background and some instructions of what to do and then some tips, a worksheet, you know. So it tries to just solve that one nugget of problem, right? Mm-hmm. So um, look, if someone engages with me and they say, hey, I'm stuck on this, like I don't really know how to do content. Hey, no problem. <whistles> content plan, content companion guide, gone to two seconds later, right? Because I want people to like do something. I want people to achieve some, some results, mm-hmm. but, right? Mm-hmm. I know that there's like 44 more things to get fixed mm-hmm. or probably like a, you know, more than that, but there's like in, in the framework, there's like 45 in total. So there's like, I know there's many other things to get fixed. So like just helping someone fix that one thing isn't, isn't going to like be the beginning end of it. It's going to be like the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll say, Hey, this was, this works. That's great. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Right. So I'm waiting for people to engage. That's the thing. Um, they're gonna engage. They're gonna. I know it. In the case of that Twitter platform guy, you know, and I think with other things like that, that's the thing that can help you judge, because you can engage and then see what you get back. If mm. you get nothing back, that's one, right? Or if you get like something which just tries to sell you something, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. But if you get something that actually helps you, or maybe that's good. Maybe maybe you're onto something good then. You can't mm. say fairer than that. Yeah. Makes also, by the way, I've also finally, finally, and this is actually quite good news for me, I finally figured out like a daily work schedule for doing content. Ah! <laughs> I like that. I see that smile as far. I see that. You know how hard this is? This is it's like <laughs> super difficult to figure this stuff out. It's like, it should I post on Twitter? Should I post on all these different platforms? How should I post? Should I post a reel? Should I post long form? Mm. short form you know how do i get a thumbnail well, like we're all it's just, yeah, it's like, hard it's just like too much yeah. stuff right yeah, there's so much Perfect information someone says no just stick to one platform someone else says something else right it's super confusing um yeah so what's what's the schedule looking like like what, what's your kind of yeah well, actually there are three things starts with um messaging yeah so Mess- Okay. Whole, like these are three things I've got to get done every single day now. Like right. even if it's just for five minutes or if it's like for uh, several hours. hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the first thing is like messaging. Like who are we messaging? Like you might have messages come in overnight. Then or maybe you've got uh, maybe you want to just like contact someone by message. Right. There's messaging going on. Mm-hmm. You might you might go onto a content post and see something. You know you you may want to like contact someone and just message them on something. So you've got to get the messaging stuff figured out. Right. Done that. Secondly, you've got to get your commenting going. Right. Because you want to engage on other people's posts and like contribute something. Yeah. Right? Oh, one sec. Yes, grandma. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm on. Thanks. 
It's a good thing we've got pause on this thing. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the second thing, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, so people can see your comments and um, people can like kind of like, because when you comment on people's things, it shows on different timelines and stuff. Is that it? Or yeah, yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more about that. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> well, no, the, the key thing is that uh, you're going to learn a lot just by commenting on other people's stuff. Wow. Serious. Mm. You're going to learn a lot because um, like people are posting things and they're like asking, asking for stuff or, um, and you might actually have an answer. You might have an opinion. So you want to post that and see what you get back. Mm. Someone might have a tip for you. Someone, you know, True. this is very specific to like actually putting something into the market. Like you want to launch something, you want to put something to the market. Well, these are actually your people. These are either be, you know, people, people who can, you know, give you some tips, help, suggestions, right? Mm -hmm. Or they're going to be people that actually kind of know something about what you're talking about and they could introduce you to customers, right? Mm -hmm. So it might feel like it's just like a big sea of people out there. But actually, when you come down to like, you know, micro niches of doing stuff, there's, there's a certain number of names, right? Mm -hmm. And interestingly, what I'm finding is that, like, if you go onto a particular group, mm -hmm. well, there are certain people who engage in that group. And they don't really engage in other groups. Yeah. So, what if you if you float between different groups, then you you might get a bit, you know, you might get a bit chaotic. But you mm -hmm. might also find that there's one particular group you feel really at home with. Right. Right. But you'll only find that out once you start sort of engaging. Yeah. True. 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 It's interesting. Wow. Yeah. I never thought of it like that, man. Sounds good makes sense there's a lot of bullshit as well i mean there are people who are posting things like sort of uh um they give you the impression that they really know, have a strategy for something yeah <laughs> then you write a, a question or a post or like a like a little you know comment back and you yeah. say how do you do that actually do, do you do it this way or that way and they write an answer which is gives you no more information than the first one the post which is bs there was nothing there in the <laughs> at all it was a it was just some some random thing, right? Yeah. So, you listen, you don't you don't want to spend too much time on this. It can, yeah. <laughs> it can it can that can be a bit of a time drain. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. messaging, commenting, right? And then content. Nice. Nice. But the content can be split up into like seven or eight different types. Yeah. So there's like short form content. Mm -hmm. Um then there's sort of like um slightly longer form content, and then there's like content planning, right? But you yeah. can actually sequence this stuff quite key, quite easily. Right. I like that. Yeah. Oh, so like you can. What do you mean by sequencing? Like, well, I mean, you can you can sort of uh, say, you know, you could you could have like you know one to ten. I'm gonna you know you go through everything every day, mm -hmm. all ten things. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> and the, the, for me, I did it this way around because I said to myself, well, if, if I do the content, let's say in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, well, I already spent maybe an hour in the morning engaging with people and sort of like picking up a few ideas of themes and, and some ideas of what to talk about in my content. Mm -hmm. So then in the afternoon, I just like fire off the content, right? It's like. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's all connected. It's all connected. Uh, that's serious. Yeah. What, what, what platforms are you looking to go on, do you think? Do you know? Yeah. Or... No, I'm actually. Um... <clears throat> With, I think with some of these software tools, it makes it possible to to be on multiple platforms quite yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah, nice. So you're just you're going all out for it as but far. I am actually. Um, but one thing I've also um, one like let's say strategy I'm going to pursue, mm -hmm. um, and I and I really this I kind of like wrap my brains on this for a while. 
mm -hmm. which is, uh, look, you know, in the end, what, what I've put together is some sort of framework for innovation, right? Like, how do you how do you take an idea and how do you launch it? That's what it is. It's like an innovation framework. Yeah. Um, so inevitably, I really want to work with a lot of like early stage companies, teams, people that are trying to launch stuff. That's kind of what this is, right? That's, mm -hmm. so that's where we get a lot of our learning. However, I think there's a huge value in um, like innovation managers in middle size or large size companies. Right. Kind of like entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. Because the question would be, how are they doing this stuff? Mm. So you see a lot of stuff there about digital transformation. You see things like, you know, right. You see all the, you know, these different topics. Um, but I think there's definitely some learning that can come from the, uh, you know, early stage entrepreneur type world, right. That these companies will benefit from. Right. So that's what I would want to do is like try to build stuff into this framework and then kind of offer it to them. Maybe as a, uh, here's a way to uh, set up your um, uh, innovation program. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, look, if you're a big bank, you've probably got lots of managers who kind of like know this stuff inside out. Maybe they, maybe they ran textiles for five years. So they kind of, they kind of, get it yeah you know they 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 have their own they have their own frameworks they've got their own mm -hmm. stuff that, you know so they're probably not the best candidate mm -hmm. but there's probably like a, a big middle section of companies that would would benefit from that yeah so definitely that's just one idea there <clears throat> sounds good yeah i also did a search on linkedin and there's actually uh half a million innovation managers what yeah Actually, there's 800,000 innovation managers between the US and UK and Europe, Central Europe. 800,000. And there's 500,000 with the title of innovation director. So there's probably about 500,000, maybe, I don't know, 300,000 organizations or something with an innovations director yeah. already defined, right? That's not counting the organizations that really need one and haven't got one. So... Yeah. There's definitely something there, right? Yeah, 100%. That's an opportunity. That's definitely an opportunity. Yeah. So back to the point of your question about content. So actually, my what I'm going to be doing is LinkedIn is going to be all about these managers and directors in organizations talking about innovation. Yeah. I'm not going to really talk about startups and stuff on LinkedIn because I don't think they're there anyway, to be honest. Right, yeah. I think they're everywhere else. Like, they're on Twitter. Yeah. They're on um, uh, Notion. They're on... Um, all these different hubs all these different kind of like platforms all these like developer platforms they're all like are there mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah that's one thing i've been finding actually which is once you start hunting around you actually find that there's there's quite a lot of these communities yeah lots there's lots of these kind of like and some of them have like a million people damn yeah that's a lot yeah you know, a milli. Yeah, really. Um, so, which is which, and it may have just have something that has like developed more in the past like eighteen months to two years. I don't think this is. I don't think this has been like the way it was three or four years ago. Yeah, I think these platforms have been kind of like developing over this period of time. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's, I think now it's an incredible time because I, I just, I just think that we're at a stage where, you know, 
um, if you kind of understand your audience really well, you can put something out and you can connect with a lot of people very quickly. Very quickly. Wow. Right? Yeah. So, so you've got to really study that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that could be a weapon. You've got to study that because it's not like if, if we come up, if we come with our kind of like preset notions of how things work, mm -hmm. you you might you might be working with a, an antiquated model. Okay. Even if it's something that was based on three years ago, it might be an antiquated model. Like there might, there might be right now a much easier way of doing it. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. Yeah. I think this is one of the things, because I, I come across this, I have this conversation quite often with people and they sort of say, well, what's different with your framework? And, you know, yeah, we'll look around, we'll shop around, we'll see what else people have got and everything like that. I'm like, <laughs> you can, but the thing is, um, by the time you've shopped around, you know, the, the, the opportunity is probably gone. Yeah. That's how fast things are moving. Yeah. So you want to do something like figure out something. Does it work? Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to like check 30 other opportunities or options. Right. Yeah. Waste time, time. Yeah. You're going to just like confuse yourself. Yeah. That would be my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so that was one of the things I actually, um, Posted a Facebook uh, live. Uh, these are actually pre-recorded right now, but anyway, I call them lives. Yeah. Um, and I was I was speaking there about you know, do you know your audience? How well do you know your audience? Yeah. Actually, this this was a. Um, I think it came to me while I was talking about it, but yeah. um, I actually really think there's something there in this, right? Which is that you know this whole concept of product market fit. Right. And so some people, like especially on LinkedIn, they've like dissected this in like 10 different ways. Right? <laughs> and they've got these like diagrams and they've got these yeah. milestones and they've got this like survey here and survey there and check this and check that, right? <laughs> um, suppose, yeah. Look, I'm not knocking it. I think I think some structure is needed in that sense, right? Because you've got to like think about things from some in some abstract ways that these things are important. Yeah. But as I was talking about the other day, it suddenly occurred to me that fundamentally what is happening if you are not at product market fit is mm. that you don't actually know your audience wow that's it <laughs> damn that is it damn start to end finish done you just don't know your audience <laughs> yeah that is because so it, just think about this if you knew your audience yeah meaning exactly where they are where yeah. are they in yeah. the world where they hang out what do they do who are they talking to what are they talking about yeah Right. Well, you can go there and talk to them then, right? Yeah. If you really knew that. Yeah. If you really knew them, then you would know exactly what product to offer. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't be experimenting. You wouldn't be trying things. You wouldn't be on wrong platforms trying to play, use paid advertising when you should be doing something organic on another platform. Yeah. Right. You just wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So fundamentally, that's it. You just do not know your audience. Yeah. Wow. And the thing is, you can go for as long as you want trying to say to yourself you know your audience but actually you don't the day you actually understand your audience is the day the kind of the doors open wow serious yeah because one of the things i'm finding for example is that you can tweak all your kind of like web pages and even your product and you can like switch features on and off you can do all this stuff really really quickly mm -hmm. it's not it's not you can even change all the headline messages on all your web pages you could change your ads you could change everything in like you know half a day 
Mm-hmm. Right. So the day you really, you know, have that kind of light bulb moment of what who you really believe and understand your audience to be, you can come in and just like do a sweep and just change everything. That's true. Quickly, isn't it? Very fast. Easily. Oh. Especially if you've got a few guys on your team, right? So the so the only thing holding people back is that, that they actually really don't know their audience. Damn. Why do you think they don't know? They're just focused on yeah. Well, you... there is there is a there's a um <clears throat> There's a there's a bit of a um, gap between like you know if you this thing if you go and ask a customer they'll tell you they want one thing oh yeah true but actually they really want need another right so that's the first problem well what that's actually saying is that you do not understand your customer well enough to be able to decipher what they're really saying and talking about mm-hmm. yeah which is why you can't do ideation in a in a room you can't just sit in a room guys around the table and oh, yeah. an answer yeah, yeah you, you can't got, do that yeah you got because you can't and you can't do it like from a strategy perspective oh uh, strategically this is happening in the market and therefore we need to be positioned over here <laughs> so let's build this and everything right it doesn't really work yeah because you're com- you're completely missing the kind of like the emotional connection into that and why people buy right mm-hmm. so there are so many things you're missing it doesn't it just doesn't work yeah. I actually went for an interview once. It was probably like about, I think it's got to be like six or seven years ago. Um, and um, it was actually with a with a, a VC firm or like an investment firm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd been reading a lot about, you know, innovation and development, um, all these kind of like uh, methodologies and stuff like that. And I said to this lady, I said, uh, you know, as soon as possible, got to get out the office and go and meet with customers. And she was like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she was re- for some reason, she was really in this mindset that you've got to do like experimentation online. Really? Like, tracking numbers and metrics and see what who's clicking and everything like that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you see how different people look at things. Wow, and this is a lady in the VC firm. This is a lady in the VC. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's a lady. It's just the fact that it, you know this person. No, I'm saying, no, I mean, like this is a person in a VC firm. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah. the way that they're. Fi- yeah. That's crazy. That's what you'd think. Like, okay, this person is in VC. They would know these. No, and she was like, she was brutal as well. She was like, <laughs> she was like, uh, she was like a real dragon, you know. Like, wow. <laughs> But anyway, I didn't mean to, it, it doesn't really matter what gender. No, no, it's I like, mean, yeah. In fact, it's like, you know, people have very different perspectives of what to do. But it's like, what you said it's like what you said before. Can you even trust yourself? Yeah. Because right? her, with the clicking things, I'm sure in her heart, soul, and mind, that's what she believed to be true. Right. Like that, that's exactly yeah. what she believed to be yeah. true based on her perception. But you knew like, and, and your thinking was aligned closer to the actual truth of, of reality. Right. But she just wasn't. Exactly. Allowing, she wasn't allowing. It to... I, I know this firsthand because that's what happened in our company. <sighs> My co-founders were so kind of like um, this was like. And we didn't even have all these kind of like online analytics and everything like that, right? Yeah. But they because they were so kind of ingrained in corporate, they didn't really have any kind of like perspective on that. And right. they, they call themselves marketers and kind of experienced people. 
Um, there's no wonder things didn't go better than they did. I mean, they did, you know, it, it survived and everything, but it, yeah. you know, we should have been spending half our time with our customers in their offices, understanding what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 It's not, it's not overly complicated. Yeah. And yet our CEO was like, you know, he, he was trying to control everything. Yeah. And he wanted me to be like the, you know, operating direct oper chief operating officer type person like to just run things mm -hmm. and it, and he no we'll take care of everything we're, i've got my marketing team i've got this i've got that but he didn't, they didn't actually do anything they didn't actually yeah. go out and sit with customers right yeah. learn what they need right yeah. yeah yeah so it was complete uh um shame but the, but the reason i'm really bringing that up is because everybody's still doing that today wow right yeah right <clears throat> yeah, yeah yeah i see so so, so, back, so back to my point the point is this notion of product market fit uh that's what i want to say it's it's like almost directly linked to how well you know your audience yeah if you're not there yet and the and the floodgates haven't opened you just, you haven't you haven't you just you're not you're just not there so it's, yeah but don't kid yourself that you are yeah. Be real about that and just say, well, look, shit, I, I just not not there yet. I even if you've been plugging away at this for like years, you, well, you haven't you haven't got it yet. This is why I think quite, quite like um I just wrote a uh post um oh no, it's actually in my offer document, and uh and I was uh, reflecting on the fact that um look, it's just incredible how um you know you can you can have something which you, you, you know, you put out, but actually, um, <clears throat> you know, you can have a lot of work to do to, to figure out, you know, what people really need. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's a lot of work around that. <clears throat> In fact, I said, now I've, I've split it into four things. So you've got pre-revenue, someone's pre-revenue, someone's early revenue. Yeah. Someone who's got consistent revenue, but basically maxed out hit a ceiling wow. which i would say is actually very common so mm -hmm. most people think well if i get to 10 20 30k a month mm -hmm. then it's then it keeps going right yeah well no it doesn't this, this five hundred thousand a year is quite a, kind of a ceiling right and everything slows down and I th and the reason why i think that happens is because really what you've done is you've shaken the tree with the early adopters There's a number of people out there that will just buy based on tra something transactional. Right. But you haven't got the um, the communications in place to be able to reach further into organizations that have bigger and broader needs. Right. If you stay at a very product feature set type level, you will get that uh, those early adopters because they, they're they trying to make choices. Like, Should I buy this product or that product, right? Now you come along, and you, but typically you'll attract that those people because you're undercutting, or you haven't really figured out your cost model yet, so you've got too much going on, yeah. and so you're actually over delivering, and so, and you can't scale that indefinitely because it it you're you just got too you you've packed in too much value. You have to deliver too much value, and that won't scale, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely see what you're saying. Right, so you can you can. You can do this for like 
land grab of like people and they find that there's a lot of interest. Great, great, great. Fantastic. But all you've done is you have kind of over geared yourself. Right. Right. And it kind of naturally maxes out because you can only serve that for a certain period of time. But I think the second thing there is that a lot of people are selling on product and features. They're mm-hmm. not selling on relationships. Oh. Oh, say that again, as far as say oh, yeah, that right? again. The selling oh. on product and features. So if, you, if you're selling on, hey, here's the a la carte menu, or here's the feature set, right? Then you're, you're appealing to someone who is literally just looking at the features. Or do I need feature A, B, C, or that? Okay. Mm. The person you're not selling to is the person who's like, well, who are you as a company? Where are you going? Why, why do you yeah. believe this is the right answer for our organization, right? Yeah. Because those people with the really big checkbook, deep pockets, you know, they'll actually put up with like features that don't work very well yeah. because they believe in that relationship or they, there's some reason why they connected with that team or whatever at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So they'll stick with that stuff. As long as it gets the basics done, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is one of the reasons why a lot of teams max out at 500k a year. Now, and that's why they that's why they say the 70% of scale-ups fail. It's exactly that category. Wow. And fundamentally, like if you go in a little bit deeper into that, the 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 which is which is really crucial to understand, I think, in this, which is that um Right, it's this thing about selling the elephant as opposed to selling the 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 parts. <laughs> Not a very good example with the elephant, but anyway, yeah. you're trying to sell the whole. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to selling, you know, the the parts that make up the transformation. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you come in and say, "Hey, I've got this new CRM system," right? Like most people say, "Oh no, I don't need one. I got one. Don't worry." Yeah. About it. Just use Excel, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I got this other product. But now if you change that into, hey, here are nine like transformational steps. And I know that this number step number three is a big problem for everybody, even who, even if they've got your CRM. And here's how we've solved that step number three. We stop, we solved that step number three, just that step with this like super duper AI thing that we invented and patented, right? Well, that's actually quite interesting. Well, that means if we install yours, we don't have to do all this extra work. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Okay, well, now it's interesting to rip out our CRM and put yours in. You see, right? Mm-hmm. So people are selling based on the entire thing. Mm-hmm. They're trying to sell a tool or a solution or something, but it, um, but they're not selling the relationship and they're not selling the, the, the specific thing that is like 10x better than anybody else. Wow. Yeah. So it's like you've got to shoehorn yourself into a into a, a an opportunity. The only way you can do that is by being you know 10x better on that particular thing that that company needs. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. And so most people are, most people never get there. They get so wrapped up in like the land grab of like selling the big the big thing that they only actually even touch the surface of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. <clears throat> yeah. So that's, wow. that's the three categories, pre-revenue, early revenue, consistent revenue, where, where it kind of hits the ceiling. And then the fourth one. No, you're t- you've blown me away. Why? You've blown me away, bro. You've blown- Are you, 
Now, now you know the secret to life, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the fourth one, here's get this one. I'm keeping this in my offer document. Number four, everything seems perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my this is my number four category because I hear this all the time. Yeah, it's all the time. No, no, no. We've got everything we need. No, we've got a team. We've got advisors. No, we've got tech. We've got yeah. yeah. We've got putting out our money raise. Yeah, we've got that figured out. We've got other things figured out. We've got everything figured out. Mm. What are you talking about? We just need your money. Mm. <laughs> we've got everything figured out. We just need your money. Mm. Yeah. Right? Okay, well, you haven't got that figured out then. How you got money? Yeah, no, we've got plenty of other people. We've got early people coming in. It's like, okay, well, good luck. Keep me posted. Never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the first problem. Secondly, yeah. I actually have like a folder, two folders actually, one on my C drive and one in my Outlook, right? With all the B business plans and things people have sent me over the years. Mm-hmm. Occasionally I go in there and I just like open one up and I see what happened to them. There's, not, there's no website, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, like this, like could be two years later, right? So yeah. I look it up, and there's there's nothing there. There's no presence anymore. Basically, everything's shut down. Oh, right. It's, yeah, it's like there's nothing there. Literally, Damn. I've probably got like a hundred of those, right? Yeah. People sent me a deck. It all looked good. They said, no, no, no. We just need. We got everything figured out. We just need your money. Yeah. And then you look at it a few years later. It's done. Dead. The whole thing. And you can see they put like tons and tons of work into everything. Yeah. The one thing they didn't do is try to get some help. Right. Yeah. Right? They like barricaded themselves. Right. They completely barricaded themselves from any help. Mm. They got this like self-view, self-perception. They got everything figured out. And if you say, hey, but I don't really understand that, they'll give you 10 reasons why you're wrong and why they're right. Well, that, that, that's not going anywhere. Yeah, I can tell you, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. The ego thing, isn't it? They're just like, again. I think it's partly like people don't want to spend any money, or they. they usually, what I find actually is the same. Much because you know, I was in the fashion business for a little while. Strangely, oh yeah, that's why I just wear white t-shirts now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same problem. What one one common thing between the two? Everybody spends all their money on the product really yeah oh wow so it's like the same thing as tech entrepreneurship fashion i can say i spend it all on software right i've got nothing left <laughs> fashion people spend it all on samples and stuff got nothing left <laughs> wow yeah 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 so it's just it's like a lack of understanding here isn't it of how to do business shame how- because actually people get caught out i think at the beginning they don't really? quite realize how how slippery the slope is and how deep the well is, or how you know <laughs> deep that black hole is. Yeah. You just don't realize. Wow. There's no real, let's say, fault or some sort of like uh, you know they should have known better. It's not really that. It's just it's it literally is so that black hole is so deep. It's so slippery. It's like it's like you're gone. <laughs> Serious. Yeah. It's it's same with software. I mean, people. Yeah, so many examples of people spending 20 grand on software and then having to spend another 30 grand to f- save the first 20 grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is happening everywhere, every day. Yeah. That's why I wrote that blog post on another day, another million dollars lost. <laughs> yeah. In my city. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's true, though, man. Damn, yeah. 
I would I would not be surprised if like a million dollars was being lost every single day in every single city because of this. Yeah, just on soft on software that never goes anywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> No, the way you're looking is funny. You're like, no, I think it's really true. I think it's really true. Wow. Yeah. If yeah. I, you know, if you, if if that was, if that was including, let's say, people's time on developing some product and software, right? Because there's tons of that going on. Yeah. Tons. Mm-hmm. But I think about all these pitch decks you see, and it's like they got a, they got a product, it works, everything, and now they're trying to raise money and they can't raise money, and it's, mm-hmm. and two years later it's gone. But what, what happened to that? team and so where'd they go yeah just nothing yeah so yeah be careful surround yourself with the right five people yeah yeah uh do some research get out there talk to your customer sit with them figure it out yeah get to know them so well that you just like you know you really understand it Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Peter Jones did that really well. Seriously, yeah, I think so because um, I think he 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 hit his uh, dark point like in his mid thirties or something, and he had to start all over. His wife moved out, you know, lost wow. the house and everything. And to start again, he uh, he got a job down the road at Siemens or something in their warehouse. Yeah, and then he learned all the warehouse stuff about mobile phones. Yeah, this is probably going back like must be like mid two thousands or something. Mm-hmm. So he spent like a year or two years even or something like learning all about the systems of like how these phones work and how they provision them and everything. Then he set up his own company to compete with that. Oh, and, wow. it, and it kind of went, it went vertical. So, Mad. so he really understood his customer. He really understood what was going on. Yeah. So he did it well. Yeah. Wow. Software is the hardest thing to get right though. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's very hard so many intricacies yeah and it, it, yeah yeah a pretty page won't help you either yeah so you can you can get all the ui ux designs you want but it's not going to help you yeah unless it does a particular functionality and it serves a certain need it's not going to really yeah. help yeah people don't really care yeah <laughs> yeah and it can be expensive as, as well and if, if done incorrectly and stuff yeah yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I responded to a I responded to a comment the other day online. It was and someone was someone was saying how they uh, had spent sixty days, like doing some recent market research and talking to people. Literally, like sixty days worth of work, right? Oh wow! And then you put this MVP together, and they didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So he was asking for like help. Like, what do I do? Like, you know, yeah. it's what other people face, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down my process, right? Which is, hey, well, you went to the MVP too early. You didn't know your customer. Yeah. You should have done like some analysis. You should have done like figure this stuff out. You should have like mapped out your 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 transformation and got validation on that before all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You should have pre-sold your concept just with a presentation. Yeah. You should have cross-validated with an investor pitch deck and gone out and met some investors. Yeah. Because ultimately, how do you know you can even support this thing if you if um if if bringing that to market is going to require venture capital money, then the question is, was well, that the route you want to go? Mm. If not, then you've got to go back to square one and create some other product because you know it's not going to work. Yeah. Anyway, I wrote all this in a big post. Uh, nothing back. Oh, wow. 
that must have bruised his yeah, ego. I'll tell you why, because the other comments were coming up like, yeah, you know, you've got to do like the, um, you know, jobs to be done canvas. All right. You've got to write out your value proposition more carefully. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is misleading. I don't, mean, I don't mean to be mean, but that's like so like, like baby level it's quite superficial yeah like you know it's like academic kind of academic isn't it like in a way or it's, it's just, just no there's no practicality about that there's no yeah. kind of, there's no there's no real evidence or proof that it's going to make it you know would you put your money into it so there's a lot of anyway the point there is that there's a lot of uh misunderstanding let's say or miss um Mis you know, yeah, misinformation yeah. Yeah, and it's bad because that misinformation it's easy I, I was watching a, it's funny because I was watching a sermon <laughs> yesterday <laughs> on YouTube <laughs> okay and the guy was saying um, he was saying lack of information is bad lack of information is bad but he was saying like the misinformation that can be even worse um, in a way that can be even worse because you follow that like kind of that trail of misinformation and then you have to unlearn everything you learn and then find the right information and, and following that trail of misinformation it can burn like it can yeah. burn yeah so I was like right so he was like when you hear people speak and stuff like people may be genuine and like maybe sincere um or they may be like compelling or they may like their answers might sound really good but he was like really do your homework on what they're saying like because it may not be true and it goes again to what you said like you do, we don't even know if we can really trust ourselves because <laughs> that's just their perspective but it might not be correct you know what I mean so yeah, yeah exactly exactly so um <clears throat> it is uh you know they uh I think I think that's I think that all these things point to the fact that actually you know there's a lot more opportunity around than you think right seriously yeah Hundred percent. Yeah, because right. most people are—they're not working on stuff because actually they think it's very hard. Right. But they just don't have a method. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Which is a strange kind of like dead end in a way. Yeah. Like you—you you don't like it's like yeah. saying um, <clears throat> I can't go, I can't drive to London to Paris because I don't know how to get there. Yeah. Well, what, why don't you get a map? Well, no, I don't trust maps. So. <laughs> the complete dead end. There's nothing else. <laughs> where, where do you go from there? If you don't trust anybody, you don't trust a guide, you don't trust a map, nothing. Well, you're not going to get to Paris, are you? Yeah. It's just going to be like in your mind. Yeah. You never can make <laughs> That's a really good analogy. Thank you. I like that. I just made it up. Yeah, really good, really clever. <laughs> yeah, I see. I completely see, and it's it's literally the same thing. With well, like if you were trying to climb Everest, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone said, "Oh, I can't climb Everest because I don't know how to get to the top." Yeah. Well, it's fine. Well, you unless you try to find out, well, you never figure it out. Will you? Mm -hmm. Then you go along, and you find there's a Sherpa there who actually knows it back to front, and he's going to like you know. <laughs> show you the way 
There's yeah. me three other guys with you. It's like come and do a different story, right? Yeah. Powerful. <laughs> That's really yeah. powerful analogy, man. That's really good. <laughs> it, or maybe, or, or like, um, or, or, or yeah, you're trying to get the powers of something, and actually, the only thing you trust is is like you know what you've heard about you know how to do things, and so that all that does is it gets you to, uh, you know you know, the next town, right? Gets you to Birmingham. <laughs> because, because you only trusted that, like, yeah. very kind of, like, limited level. Yeah, yeah. it's like quotes or, or, like, even accelerators and stuff like yeah. that. That's actually why, on, on my 12-step thing now, actually, the first thing is the framework. Now, right. look, I'm biased because I... I <laughs> kind of become the frameworks guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's a reason for that it's it's actually almost like you could you could replace that with the roadmap with a real roadmap i mean not like a roadmap which is like your work plan but i mean like a like you know europe-wide roadmap right yeah like the uh right uh-huh. like if you okay it's a good example if you had to go on a really long journey yeah what would be this what would you start with Start with the the map in it. Start exactly, with the... exactly. You go straight to Google Maps. And you say, "Well, how do I get there?" From yeah, there? yeah. And it's going to give you the answer. Do this. Turn yeah. left here. Turn right there. Go three miles. One point eight miles. Whatever. It's going to tell you the map. Yeah, that's the first thing you do. Then you're going to go and buy the car. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to go and buy the car first and then figure out. Oh, now how do I get there? Yeah. Oh, let's map it now. You're not going yeah. to do that. Exactly the same thing. Don't build a software product and then try to figure out how you're going to get it up to scale. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah. Which is basically what most people are doing. Wow. Yeah. They haven't mapped it out. They haven't actually figured it out. Yeah. They haven't got, you know, to the point where they are like certain they've got a system, a methodology, a framework that's going to get them there. Yeah. And haven't got that. Yeah. They're living on hope. They're saying, hey, if I put an MVP together, then I go and speak to somebody and they're going to tell me what I need. And then I'm going to change the MVP and I'm going to finally get the product. Then I'm going to go and raise some money. And then, then people at the VC are going to help me get it to market. And then they're going to get hire some marketers who are going to actually be able to like get it into the big market, right? You see what is happening there? Yeah, it's, it's like a tic-tac-toe, like... Exactly. It's like you're just trying to figure it out. Like, it's that in a, being in a maze. You hit a dead end yeah. and you walk around, okay, where... Where are we gonna go? Yeah, look, I'm 100 guilty of this myself. The, the company that I got involved with. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> look, my defense is that we didn't have Google in those days. You couldn't even know this stuff. Like, yeah. And, and, and hindsight is uh, 2020, right? Right. But the fact is, that's exactly what happens. It's like a natural thing to do. You just you 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 cannot imagine a different way. Right. So that is the automatic thing to do. Yeah. It's not. It's not like you're you're you know deficient in some way it's not like you are you know malfunctioning in some way yeah i'm not suggesting that right i'm just saying that you, you can start in a different way yeah and it's yeah. going to give you a different result yeah yeah because yeah. it may actually change what you build that's actually one key thing right it's a really key thing by the way actually yeah. that's an example right that's the example like if you if you create an offer and you go and validate it, and you say, let's go. But actually, it needs like 50 million to make it work. Well, that's not a good one, then, is it? 
unless you're particularly good at raising money. Yeah. So maybe you want to design something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all kind of interrelated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. That's why you, my friend, are at a, at a great advantage. Seriously? Yeah, because you've been here long enough. You kind of like learned the ropes. You understand. Like this is second nature for you. Yeah. I know one day you're going to come out with some like uh, like an AI thing for your guitar or something that's going to like <laughs> knock everyone for six. But <laughs> just be like, listen, you can play the guitar with your eyes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Does, does it, it will be an interesting one <laughs> and it all came from the r3 framework yeah exactly. but yeah, i get what you're saying though it's like this stuff is starting to sink in way more now like even though the kind of like we we have like we're able to bounce back off each other like with our discussions around this type of thinking you know and 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 it's starting to really feel like smooth and exciting and it, it feels great like I, I feel like I'm really starting to just yeah like like what you said I've been exposed to it so much and oh man it's exciting <laughs> well I should hope so I mean I think I think it's like hard to be um it's hard to be like uh it's hard to be too too open and honest with people sometimes because you can be quite I can could like highlight things which are Mm. um you know too many things which can can could become a problem yeah so that that's a tricky one these days actually um i've i i have i have many conversations going on where people actually feel like they've got to have things figured out before they join the program wow (laughs) it's it's a it's a strange thing i'm not quite sure and that's crazy i think the thing is i think the thing there what's happening is that people are so conscious of money that they the, the day they join they want to start getting value from it right, right yeah <laughs> and they feel and they don't feel like they can join something to give them the answers to give right. them, show them which way to go or something right they don't maybe that's because they have participated in other things which didn't do that for them which yeah. i could imagine like let's say you join an accelerator program or something right mm. you've got a you know, in the application form, you've got to say exactly what you've built. How does your MVP work? Like, you know, where's your pitch deck? You, you've already got to be halfway there before you even get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not the point of this program. It's the point of this is actually to create that environment to come up with something better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I think it's also it's also a transformational program in a way, right? Like, it, it's meant to be it's meant to transform your thinking so that you're able to just become that type of person who just who can do it for the rest of your life basically not just the one project that you're working on do you know what I mean like you want to become because this is like laying the foundation for for business essentially these are business principles right so it's like again I was listening to a sermon yesterday (laughs) I'm getting sermonic out here but the part the pastor he was saying like everything in life is is built twice he was like, first it's built in your mind and then it's built in the physical, like it's built in physical reality in the physical realm. And I was thinking, this is exactly what you're doing like with, you know, the R3 stuff because it's you're building up a level of understanding so that you can just take a product or service or opportunity and apply everything that you've learned from this and the coaching and the thinking around it. And then you can just 
become a strategist, become a marketer, become an executor, right? Mm. Whether you're doing it as a job, as a part of the company, or if someone's called you in as an advisor or you're an investor and you can apply all of it to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. I think it's like, oh, thank you. But I believe yeah. it because I keep, remember I said to you, um a long a while a while back I was like this like this reminds me of like when I used to pay like for piano lessons and stuff like that like you don't immediately get to grade eight piano like on your first lesson (laughs) do you know what I mean but it takes literally years of you know practicing studying the theory talking with your teacher doing independent practice and having your own independent practice at home speaking with other musicians and then it all builds up and forms you know what I mean yeah Yeah. and and yeah so it's just about staying with it and but like what you said I'm sure most people are coming to you and they're thinking oh if I'm gonna pay I better get something like in a week or I better get something out of it now like you know what I mean yeah 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 well I think uh, yeah exactly um to be fair i haven't really uh <clears throat> been promoting this very hard so yeah. you know it's a very limited uh, sample set of yeah, yeah. feedback yeah. Uh, as you know i've been literally i, I don't know i've been like 100 percent focused on just like you know yeah. dotting the i's crossing the t's everywhere like making sure that you know it, you know that's that's the uh semi-perfection perfectionist in me trying to like make it work but the thing is i think i think it's been an ebb and flow like I've you know worked with some people and then figured out oh you know what this would have really helped them and then yeah. I've like updated some stuff yeah. then I've gone out found you know new coaches myself and I've learned some really great principles and things and I've sort of like said oh you know what this is even better yeah. way of doing this stuff yeah which is why I think that this is um it's become a little bit hard to understand because there's actually quite a lot of intricacies there right yeah but the reality is that actually these are really, really solid super constructs. These are like amazing. These, these will, these, these just have to like, you know, take you to the top of the pack, right? With with your solution, right? They have to. Wow. Yeah. You've got to because they they're just it's like it's structured that way. Yeah. It's a different way of doing something. Like like my example with the content stuff earlier. Oh. Look, you could spend. I tell you what, you could spend like months. Yeah trying to figure out you know what kind of content how much content where to put the content all this other stuff right yeah. and then um uh on the other hand i could give you like a plan we'll just do this exactly. every day. it's gonna take you three hours but do yeah. it every day. much easier um, much easier right yeah. and that's just one of the many things right so that's 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 what i'm thinking about this which is Look, if if you know, so I'm, I'm actually I'm actually reaching out to a lot of people these days. Like uh, I'm now doing 25 connection requests a day. What? So, Come not, on. But not today actually, because I got a little bit sidetracked. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and by the way, that's a good number because um, you know, if, uh, few people interact, few people get back, and so they're oh, interested. You know, send me some stuff. I had a meeting today, this morning, 9 a.m. with a guy in Melbourne. Nice. Um, that's nice. Nice. That's cool. I don't know how I'm going to be able to support him, but I would I would figure it out because they're, they're nine hours ahead. So yeah, yeah. nine a.m. here is six p.m. there. Mad. Um, but anyway, great great conversation actually. Uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But um, 
you know, so I was, so just you know, reaching out to people, started booking a few meetings. So kind of exciting in that way. Yeah, yeah. I just spent a few hours today updating the offer document. Yeah. Got that, got that kind of clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think that point is really good, which is that you know the fact is um, when you string all these things together and you've got like a very specific way of doing things that you just know works. Mm-hmm. That's that's really really powerful. Yeah. It has to be. It, the question is, let's say if you come in completely fresh and you never did any of this stuff before, and you see that, right? Mm. Uh, or let's say let's take another example, like um, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, you know, you're trying to um, you're trying to construct something really complicated, right? And you, I mean, you never did anything like this before. And someone spent like their entire life coming up with a formula for how to do that. Yeah. And they come along and they say, hey, do it like this. Yeah. And you go, oh, well, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll shop around. Yeah. Right. Because it, it, it would seem too easy. Right. Someone just came along with their life's work telling you how to do it. Yeah. You, you will automatically, how do you know to trust that person? Mm. How do you know? Mm you don't know really you don't yeah but it's that yeah it's down to you as an individual like how trusting are you how willing are you to put that foot forward yeah even if the person says yeah look i've I've, I've already done this for like multiple people you still say well yeah but i can't believe that this gets me there in one tenth of the time right Mm -hmm. or this guarantees success I, I, you know, and, and everything else is like there's 96 percent chance of failure and yours you say guarantee success how do you i can't believe that right you will automatically not believe stuff yeah yeah it's almost like a it's like a parasite on the brain like yeah it's, 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 gonna block. it's gonna be this like like some sort of logical like compute error in your yeah brain, right? <laughs> it's like it's too good it's too good i i yeah I, yeah <clears throat> yeah wow or let's say someone comes along and you thought uh like let's say i don't know you know like these ikea instructions right you get it out of the box and it's like ikea instructions it's like you know put these things together right Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah and um and that's already a little bit complicated isn't it it's already something that like (laughs) it's like yeah that's (laughs) and it's something yeah do do they mean this uh screw or this one this one and is this nut or that ring is like you know you're already a little bit taxed in your mind right now someone comes along and they say hey here's this blueprint and it looks like you know got to build a house or something right (laughs) you'd be like oh my god that's too complicated yeah sorry man that's way too complicated (laughs) but that one guarantees you success yeah, you're not only just to build like a little like a uh, bit of furniture, but to build you a uh, you know exactly the thing you wanted. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that one yeah. guarantees it 100, right? And over here, you're going to have to have like 50 of these small ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, you have to have 50 of these packages and like small bits of paper with like instructions and everything. Right? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Right. Oh, that is really good. That is a really good analogy. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and you're going to yeah, have it's, to... It's actually probably not a bad analogy. Like, someone comes along with 50, like, Ikea sets, right? They're all different. They're all different, like, bits of paper, and you've got to figure the entire thing out. Right? Yeah, you have to scramble for them as well. You have to look for them everywhere. There's, like, screws everywhere. There's, like, all sorts of, like, you know, bits of paper everywhere. Everyone's got different plans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. Now, no wonder you're going to get there in half the time. Yeah. If you've got something laid out, it's like, well, that works. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. That's kind of where I want to take this, right? Yeah, Look, it's going to take some time. This is early, early doors in a way. It's early stage. Like, you know, it's like I think I think the thing about this compared to other stuff online, say for example, like uh, let's say someone's offering advertising services, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one thing about that is that you can actually get qu- wins very quickly. Right. Someone could join today, and like within two weeks, you're telling them about these amazing successes that they like brought in a thousand leads at a dollar each or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. There's a very fast turnaround of like the success story. Mm-hmm. So that's not in this actually. Mm-hmm. It's a little harder because the, the promise is quite big. It's like, hey, you know, and actually the and the specific thing you're trying to build is is also often different. It's not like a cookie cutter thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're building exactly the same thing for everybody, right? Yeah. So that is going to slow it down. Yeah. But I think eventually it's going to have enough yeah. proof that, that that gives that evidence, you know. There's also pilot error, right? There's operator error. So you you could give someone the the perfect map, but they could actually drive the wrong direction. It can happen, right? That's true. (laughs) Right? Or they could take too long on stuff, like you. (laughs) So you have like a one-week task, and you do it in like six weeks, right? That's true. Right. So you can have operator kind of like, you know. Operator issues, yeah. Issues. That's very true. Maybe maybe on the uh, the in- intake form, I should say, do you still get home cooking from, <laughs> from your folks, right? If so, you're, if so, you're probably living in too much luxury and uh, I'd rather get someone who's living in a basement living off lentils, <laughs> right? Back against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm okay. With, I'm I'm okay with your uh, <clears throat> with um. I think you're very methodical. You're kind of like you know you want to, you know. I think actually that's kind of a lot how I have always been as well. Like you know, I kind of need to know everything about how everything works before yeah. I, before I do it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I catch myself on that sometimes actually. Yeah, too. like someone says. Hey, do you want to do this? And I'm, and then I'm searching for all the different like variations of the option, right? I'm like, well, can you do it this way, that way? What's yeah. that? Reading the articles. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I, to psychology these days is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what's going on with that. Um, yeah. Hello, mom. Oh, not again. Yeah. You should, you should give me some warning so I can put this on. Wow, I'm gonna have to edit that. <laughs> Quick edit, you know. <laughs> you should do a timeout when you, when something like that's coming up, right? Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, we'll just leave it there. I think okay, uh, cool. good chat today. It's been uh, oh, quite a while actually. So listen, um, I do want you moving on to something new now. Okay. I think you've had enough time on that. Okay. Presentation stuff, right? Okay, cool. I think you looked into it enough. I mean, you don't have to have like a completed whole thing to go out there. What I do want you doing is what we talked about earlier, where you know, getting in front of your customer and start talking about stuff. Yeah. Might give you some feedback for your presentation stuff later. 
Okay, cool. And it's yeah. really important that you get out there. I think that's the key thing about this audience thing. Okay, yeah, like, true. You know, if you if you kind of operate in a closed environment, you're not you're only going to learn so much, right? So you true. If you had a phone call with somebody and got half an hour, it's a very small amount of time. You want to really figure out a way to get in front of these people. Yeah. Like one yeah. thing you could do if you have that presentation ready, and maybe you could maybe this would encourage you to complete it, is to run a workshop. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work, maybe that's a great idea for you because like, the thing is what you want to do you, and a workshop is great because you do not need to be the you're not teaching them stuff mm-hmm. you're just facilitating right and you're taking notes yeah like, that's the thing and you're offering it for free probably right mm-hmm. if you if you picked a few companies out there and you said hey i want to come in and run a workshop uh, help you guys like figure out some priorities around this topic mm-hmm because i'm working on that as my my projects and stuff you mm. might find us you know people are warm to that mm. go in there run the workshop get a few of their guys involved you get mm-hmm. to know them they'll probably buy you lunch whatever right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can <clears throat> you can get some insights that you will never get otherwise right yeah sure that's a really key principle of this that like what you read about online or anything or even even could research and stuff is only going to be like certain level of detail but it's when you get in conversations with people, they'll start telling you how stuff really works. And, it's, and you'll find that there's, it's like a pickle everywhere. Right. Yeah. Cool. And so, at, at first, you won't see how you can contribute to that, how you can add value to that. Yeah. But just keep going. Just keep going. Say, say this was a great workshop. Why don't we have another workshop? You might find that by workshop number three, they're, they're they're like you know at each other's throats because they need a solution and you come along and say hey i think i can solve that yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 you'd be really surprised wow so, anyway let's see you there have cool. a good evening you too i've got um two slides of the sales deck done so i will get some stuff that's see. enough that's enough to sell the workshop man seriously go for it <laughs> I put will writing is changing. Hashtag will you change? <laughs> I then, actually like that. Thank you. <laughs> That's the first slide. <laughs> thank you. Hashtag will you change? <clears throat> That's awesome. To be honest, and that is really, really good. Really? Yeah, because the thing is, something like that is like a positioning statement in your mind. Yeah. You're going to now tick over on that. You're going to start coming up with new ideas about well, what's that mean? How can I take where's that leading people where's that going yeah and you're gonna you're gonna flesh that out with this presentation yeah and very soon you're gonna have something that's gonna like uh it's gonna it's gonna get people interested yeah cool sounds good man. i can literally see you going in there say hey you know and and, and then just talk through your slides yeah um honestly that's why i think this is such a great presentation format because it doesn't drag people down into the technical details yeah right it keeps people at that sort of higher level of like mm-hmm. um you know personal connection with something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go for it man see you later see okay. you later Cheers. Take care. bye <laughs>